Hello and welcome to TBC Equipped. We are a ministry of Trinity Baptist Church in Norman, Oklahoma, designed as a resource to help you engage our culture with the good news of Jesus Christ. In this episode, we're going to talk about a, a tricky subject sometimes for Christians, and that is Halloween. So we don't always know how to engage with this holiday. How how deep should we go into it? How should we should we close our doors and leave the lights off, or uh, go to our church's function? Um, and our stance just at Trinity is, hey, this is a great opportunity to build some relationships with your neighbors. How how often throughout the year do neighbors literally show up at your door uh, ready to um, smile and kind of, you know, get to know the kids a little bit, maybe share some candy. And so we think it's, again, a great opportunity to to get to know and build some relationships with those you live around and, and um and built some bridges there. And so we have on the show today, Chris Haynes, and he has thought a lot about this, uh, this ministry, and he's tried a lot of different things at his house that he's going to share about. And so we, we titled this one, Eight Ways to Redeem Halloween. Hope you enjoy. I want to introduce our guest today. He is uh, our college pastor, probably the, the tallest guy at Trinity, I believe. Is that no, not quite. No, Jim. Yeah. Jim's got you. Oh, that's right. Just a little. I haven't seen you guys back to back. Have you guys? Okay. Well, it's, it's Chris Haynes. Hey, Chris. It is. Good morning. morning. Yeah. So, Ryan, why don't you uh, walk us through what Chris has for us today? Yeah. So, like you said in your intro, kind of this broad view of like what is engaging the culture look like. And now we have an opportunity to kind of apply that to our culture with Halloween. And so, several years ago, Chris and I were talking, and Chris has done this now for several years about, okay, what can we do? What does it look like individually as a family in our neighborhood? And so he shared this with our leaders uh, a few a couple of weeks ago about, OK, here's here's a way to. And the phrase I kind of like to look at is like, OK, let's redeem it. You know, if if Halloween's got a bad view and we're not sure what to do with it, let's let's make the most of it. So um, and so Chris gave us some really good, really helpful uh, things. And what I like about him, actually, that's really good is. uh like it's step-by-step step practical. Like anyone could take these and, and have a plan uh, for their neighborhood on Halloween. Yeah. Handed these out last week at our campus group leaders meeting and I thought it was excellent. So, so this is going to be eight, we eight ways you can reach out to your neighborhood on Halloween. Right. So uh, Chris, you want to walk us through these? So number one, very simple. Yeah. The first one really is just pray. pray. And we might overlook that aspect, but the reality is, most of us don't know our neighbors. Mm. We're not walking our community. So take time before Halloween, walk through your neighborhood, pray for what God can do right there in your community. And that doesn't just have to be on Halloween, right? No, it yeah. can be <laughs> weekly. Right. We had to be doing this already. That's you know? right. Yeah. That's right. If, if you have a dog, which a lot of people do, start yeah. walking your dog through the neighborhood, meeting people and praying for them house That's to house. That's right. All right. Number two says um, plan to enlist your Sunday school class or, com or class or community group to help. Yeah, this doesn't have to be something you do on your own. It's really a community effort. Yeah. So all of us hopefully are involved in some type of small group, community group here on Sundays. Yeah. And so just talk to your to the people in your class and come together. Mm -hmm. That way, all the responsibilities are split evenly. Yeah, I think about it. It's kind of like the tip jar, right? If there's if there's some money in there, they say people are more likely to give. So if you have a couple people talking in your front yard already, you know, you don't want a, a huge crowd, but you got one or two people already there talking, then it's more inviting, I think. Yeah. And people right. more likely to engage. We, Ryan and I did this together a couple of years ago and, and had that experience. So Right. And every all the people in the community group have different gifts. 
Yeah. So if you have the people that want to talk, let them be out in front. If you have the administrators, let them get all the resources together. That's right. And then organize the candy. You know, that's there's right. a lot of different ways that people can be involved. But let's do number three here, which says decorate your yard. Yeah. Halloween is the second most decorated Holiday. other than Christmas. Huh. Yeah. Millions of dollars are spent. So you don't have to be spooky. You don't have to be strange. But you could go and go to Lowe's or Home Depot. They're all on sale now. Buy a little inflatable pumpkin. Yeah. Put it in your front yard. Which some lights out. Which you did, right? I did. Yeah. We did that. And people take pictures around it every year in our front yard. <laughs> That's So is it like six feet tall? Or yeah, is it? it's, it's like a six foot tall little wow. pumpkin. Six foot tall little pumpkin. It's little, little you know, little to I mean, you. Yeah, <laughs> it's not like, you know, a 20 foot tall okay. inflatable ghost yeah. or anything. But yeah, it just, it really just, when people come around the corner or they see your yard, they say, oh, that's the place I want to go because there's something happening in that yard. That's right. We got some orange lights. We hang them up in the tree. Yeah. You know, I mean, this takes 10 minutes. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Number four, have an activity for the kids. I thought this was really good. Yeah, we decided a couple of years ago, what could we do for the kids? And we do a fall festival at our church. So we decided, you know, there's a lot of easy resources. And we told everyone, let's go to Hobby Lobby and see what they have. Mm -hmm. So we just got some little puzzles for kids, yeah. turkeys, pumpkins, things that they can make faces on. And we set a table up in our driveway and put those activities out there. The parents will talk. We'll give them candy and they sit down at the table and. We'll have crayons and markers and all those things available too. So kids I, like, can I like that idea because, yeah. you know, like we've done it before mm -hmm. and, but we're still primarily just giving, I mean, we did hot dogs one year and I think we made popcorn and, and yeah. stuff like that, which is good. But uh, the activity keeps the kids there longer, which mm -hmm. actually gives time to actually ask questions, get to know someone a little bit. That's so right. It's a really yeah. good idea. Yeah, for sure. Did the kids do it? I mean, they, they wanted to do it and stick around. Yeah. And what we did is we tell our kids sit at the table. Mm. And you do an activity, and if a kid comes up, go get them and bring them over. Hey, we got this activity. Sit down and do it with me. Make yeah. a friend. Yeah. So if you've got some older kids or some older youth, you can have them. That's the way they can serve, and you yeah. just tell them, hey, listen, this is what you're going to do tonight. Come over and talk to those kids and do an activity with them. Even if they do the same activity a hundred times, right? You know, it's fine because. Yeah. You're just trying to engage the other kids that are coming up. So. That's right. It gives you time to talk to the parents. Uh, number five, have have good, quote unquote good candy. What do you mean by that, Chris? Well, you know, <laughs> nobody wants the generic candy. How, right? can, how, let's make a list. Is candy corn? Is that off the. I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan either. Okay. Now, if maybe if it has peanuts mixed in. Oh. See, then, I, but then you got allergy situations. Exactly. Okay. So, you know, just nice. Larger size candy bars that everyone enjoys. Okay. Or Snickers. Yeah, Snickers. Reese's. Reese's. Twix. Mm. You know. Yeah. The good know. candy that we all grew the, up with. The good that candy. Yeah. When you went around to Miss Molly's house, right. and you knew she had the candy. That's that, where everyone wanted to go. If you were short on time, you're going to skip a few houses to right. get to her house. Right. We also uh, put you know snacks, yeah. coffee, food. You don't have to go over the top here, but we. Two years ago, started giving out coffee in the pump pots and Say good again. creamer. We in, in, put the pump oh, pots the pump pot. for okay. the coffee. Gotcha. Yeah. Barter from the church. Yeah. Took them, set them out, and we would pump the coffee, hand it to the parents, have nice creamer, have half and half. 
Yeah. You know, go and get some good coffee and parents will stay around. Yeah. Be surprised. Especially when like a couple of years, it's really cold outside. Yeah, that's perfect. Parents yeah. come around the corner, they're freezing. Mm-hmm. Their kids are not because they're in the costumes, but you give coffee. They're like, oh, thank you so much. Yeah. So it, it is a way to kind of think through that. I think like two years ago, man, it was freezing. We pulled out the fire pit, even oh, yeah. had it going on. But I think the year before it was like really hot. I think we had cooler giving out mm-hmm. like water bottles yeah. and stuff, you know, yeah. so you just got to plan ahead, uh, yeah, right. think through that a little bit. Cause that can really serve a lot. Yeah. That's a good idea. I think about coffee. Uh, number six, uh, have a giveaway item, like a bag with information about the church. Yeah. People are coming. You need to give them something, have, let them leave with something. Yeah. So if the kids are making the craft, we have the bags with our name on it. We can have tracks in it and all that can go in the bag. And sometimes kids show up and their bags are already full. Of yeah. candy. So you're giving them an additional bag to continue with, but something just from the church and we'll have those here at the church. So if anyone wants to grab those, it's really pretty simple, but right. the whole reason we're doing this is for the gospel. Yeah trying to let people know there's there's a lot more than just Halloween and we want to leave them with something. Yeah, that's right. That's right. And, and number seven, so when they get home and, and they're opening their stuff, they're like, it's not just candy. There's also something to, to remember. Right. Oh yeah, this is the, yeah. Uh, yeah, no. So number seven, um, offer to pray with them and get information that they, if they will give you some. Yeah, we, we started this last year and noticed that once people are talking and you begin that relationship before they leave, you kind of know when it's time for those people to go to the next home. And we just kind of put in the phrase, before you leave, is there anything we can pray with you about? Yeah. And the vast majority of people say, yes, my family, this is something happening where I've got someone that's sick or, oh yeah, my job, it's real stressful. Yeah. And it's really easy to have a card get their name. If they'll say, can, can I get your name and maybe a quick number? Mm-hmm. And so I can text you if they, you know, if not, that's fine. But yeah. if you write that down and they're in your neighborhood, that's right. which most of them will be right. Then when you see them in the future, you'll be able to say, Curtis, how's your grandma? I've been praying for her this week. Yeah. And then that will open up. It'll continue that conversation. That's awesome. I, th- I think people, you know, even though we don't know our neighbors, I think people genuinely want to, I think we're, we're, mm-hmm. You know, there's not as many opportunities. People aren't inside as much and people are busy and so on. So this is a, uh, you know, a great way to have a conversation. Be like, now, which house is yours? Where yeah. do you guys live? And then right. it unfolds from there. So awesome. Okay. So number eight, say don't be pushy, but don't lose an opportunity either. What do you mean by that, Chris? Well, I'm an extrovert <laughs> and there's a lot of extroverts that in our extrovertness, if that's a word, we can kind of overwhelm people. Yeah. So, you know, make sure that all the people in their giftedness are serving in such a way that, you know, if someone comes up and they walk all the way into your driveway and their kids sit down, then you're going to have a, you're going to have a better conversation. If they're out there in the road, you don't need to run out to the road <laughs> right. and grab them and pull them in. Right. You know, you're just going to be courteous and cordial and say, Hey, y'all love to come. And they say, no, we're good. That's fine. Yeah. But also don't miss the opportunity. That's right. Still extend yourself out past your garage door. Yeah. You need to be okay with going out into the street. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's really good. Well, thanks Chris. That was really helpful. Anything else, Ryan? Yeah. I just, you know, what I love about what Chris shared with our leaders and, uh, and so we would hope that as people listen to this, they'd hear like, I mean, we understand the tension with some of this and we're not for like, we don't, 
you know, when he said decorate your yard, I mean, we don't want like the fake cemeteries and like the right. blood and the gore mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And we understand a lot of those objections and that people feel pretty strongly about those. But uh, the goal of this is conversation, relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a night unlike any other. Mm-hmm. You know, even Christmas doesn't have anything comparable to neighborhoods, neighborhoods just being full of people walking. Yep. And uh, and so. You know, you can go inside your house and turn all your lights off and not answer your door mm-hmm. and really speak against uh, goblins and ghouls and all that and not have one single productive, meaningful conversation or active service. Right. Or you can say, we're not talking about any of those things, but we are going to be available to our neighbors. That's right. And uh, and it may be one of these seeds or open a door or something. They may be going through something that they catch you out in your yard a week later and remember this was the house where I got this gift and people were nice to me and, yeah. and that kind of, or they, or they, you know, people are with their kids. I mean, wow, they gave my kids great candy and let them play uh, and color and do a craft. And yeah. I mean, that speaks volumes. So I, I just think it's just a, it's just a really easy way, especially if you tag team it. So you don't mm-hmm. own all the expense and yeah. most things that we're talking about. I mean, if you did everything, hot dogs, popcorn, coffee, good candy and a craft. I mean, those aren't really bank breakers, That's right. especially if you divide it over a, you know, if, if every campus couples. group said, That's right. we'll do two homes yeah. and did it that way. I mean, yeah. you've got 20 or 30 outreach opportunities mm-hmm. just right there. And everyone throws in 10 bucks and takes care of it. Yeah. As you said, I was thinking about the other holidays, you know, so Easter, Christmas, Thanksgiving, those are all like family. You go, you go away, you go see your family. Yeah. This is really the only ones where it's like get outside. It's really a weird dynamic, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And because of how things are with safety. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I think 20 years ago, you wouldn't have had near the opportunity to to have a conversation with an adult because they just sent their kids out. Right. You know, but now hardly, I mean, we don't hardly get anyone where there's, that's right. Not at least an, an adult supervising a group, if not, you know, every kid. Almost. Except like the, the 16 year olds that come around at 11 p.m. <laughs> That's there, exactly right. Zombie outfits. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So to recap, so eight ways to, to reach out to your neighborhood over Halloween. We got number one, just pray for your neighbors. Number two, plan to be home and enlist your community group. Number three, decorate your front yard. Number four, have an activity for the kids. Have a table set up out, out in your driveway for the kids. Number five, get the good candy. Leave the candy corn in the store. Number six, have a giveaway item. Again, Chris said we have some of those here at church, so come grab one. Um, and we'll get those to you. Number seven, offer to pray for them. Maybe get some information from them. Hey, which house are you at? Hey, is there anything I can pray for you guys about? And number eight, don't be too pushy. Don't don't grab them and, and bring them into your living room and question them. But but uh, but don't lose an opportunity either. Just be friendly and uh and have a great uh, great holiday so uh we'll leave it there shout out to producer Marin for helping us out today and we'll catch you next time on tbc equipped